episode 100, Reg Lenny. Welcome to Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Words they live by, for example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Thanks, Arnold. And this is, we've made it, guys. This is the 100th episode. I want to thank all the 100 plus now alphas that have been featured on here. I really appreciate you guys. Um, all those who are listening, thank you to the thousands that are listening. So if anyone's taken anything out of these last 100 episodes, if you would take the time to subscribe for free, support the podcast in that way, and review, give us a quick review. I really appreciate that. I do not take it for granted. I know your time is valuable. I respect that. If you have any problems with that, just get in contact. I respond to all and everyone who gets in contact with me, um, and I really enjoy it. So, guys, this is it. I hope you enjoy it. Um, it's been all absolute wild ride. You know, the work starts now. We've got a long way to go. We've got some big names to hunt down. And uh, I hope you stay with us on this journey. If you want to take it to another level, the Alpha Ultimatum for men who are just going to try and push their limits. We start in January. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click Get Involved, and you have the application form right there. Get to the podcast. Okay, good morning, guys. It is episode 100. We have made it. And I'm so excited and happy to have Reg Lenny, the health concierge, and uh, Reg, this is his second time on. You haven't heard him before because uh, some idiot here didn't <laughs> messed up the recording somehow or the, uh, the technical gremlins. Um, and for whatever reason, we lost it. And you just have to take my word on it. It was the best interview I've done out of the hundred. So uh, that's gone. So we're going to recreate that magic for you. I'm so glad he, um, he's come back on because he could have obviously said, no, once is enough. As once is enough for most people. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy to have him back on. He is the multi-award winning executive coach to stops to top sports and entertainment personalities, including many Hollywood stars, uh, corporate luminaries, and even royal family members. And it's, it's, it's not one of them guys where a lot of people might put that out and say, oh, I can't tell you about anyone I've worked with for a confidentiality. And then you're thinking, yeah, I wonder who you have worked with. The reality is Reg has worked with Al Pacino, um, Pierce Brosnan, Halle Berry, Wolverine, otherwise known as Hugh Jackman, NBA stars, Susan Sarandon, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, he's worked with 007 at the end of the day. So <laughs> firstly, Reg, are you ready to awaken your alpha? I am ready. Brilliant. <laughs> You're ready again. You're always ready, Reg. This always is ready. Born ready. Brilliant. Um, Reg is from British Columbia, Canada. Um, you're in Spain at the moment, but you're living in London, um, so you're just up the road from me. I suppose we jump straight into the, you know, the origin question. How did you get to your current lifestyle? And you know, I've just said where you're originally from, but it's a very specific um, line of work to get into. It's the sort of thing people listen and think, that's brilliant. I'd love to do that. But obviously, you've got to work to get to this point. So can you tell us a little bit about the journey? Yeah, it's just been, it's all about passion and it's all about wanting to, um, for myself, achieve um, what it is that I really want to achieve for my own personal uh, body, mind and lifestyle, uh, as well as a passion to help others achieve theirs as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's not settling. It's not just living with it, settling for it. 
it's uh, it's knowing what you really want to do or knowing what you don't want to do is also yeah. just as important and uh, just going for it on that note did did you know what you wanted to do when you was go, growing up did this was this ever no. in the the back of your mind or it's hard to have this specific thing in the back of your mind or yeah i mean no i i initially wanted to be a medical doctor yeah um and uh, and then you know after some study i just realized that just wasn't the route that i wanted to go you know i i didn't want to get stuck into that uh, path of of helping people maintain low levels or maintain disease or pain or whatever else um, so it was stepping out of that comfort zone and helping people to uh, achieve the best that they can and giving them the power to uh, to go far beyond you know what they even think that they're able to do well we want to ask the awakening moment when it's when you sort of made that decision and started to get more on the path to being you know a sort of a health coach holistic coach how did that lead you to obviously leaving Canada and sort of heading off around the world? Because you're a very, very well-traveled man when uh, so I've, I'm lucky enough to meet you in person. And uh, that was in London and you're living in London for the moment. But you, even when you're living in London, you're sort of all around the world with different clients. Um, so when did you head out of Canada? Late 80s, early 90s. I don't actually remember the exact year I left. We talked about it last week and it's coming back to me now the first time around about how you get into sort of um, working with sort of Hollywood's elite really and um, how did you get into that and you know was was it planned out because I think I remember was it Ashley Judd you told me that oh, that was yeah the Ashley Judd that was kind of um, a recommendation you sort of went went through that oh well, I'll let you tell the story Reg <laughs> yeah I mean it's I mean it would be great to say yeah I planned it all out yeah uh, obviously I didn't um, it was um, I guess again passion and uh, probably a lot of luck being in the right place at the right time and, uh, and also, you know, providing the best service I can. Um, I started out, um, originally I had a, a company called the stress relief specialists mm -hmm. with, um, and a guy with a lisp, which uh, myself, I worked very hard with a lisp my whole life. It was a kind of a funny name to choose because there's, so many <laughs> said, but, uh, yeah. um, yeah, I started out working with people with ailments and injuries and, uh, and I had a, um, company just doing massage therapy and some training and stuff and people would come in with a problem and they'd go away feeling great and come back a week later with the same problem and it just always drove me crazy wondering you know well what are you doing between now and then you know that just kind of took me onto this journey to to really start looking at how people are living their lives and what they do on a daily basis it's it's really good that you do get the opportunity to when you work with some of these um sort of high-end clients you get the opportunity to either go on a movie set with them so you're working and staying with them or even go and stay in their house and sort of so you're able to work with them over a sort of quite intensely over a period of time and obviously exactly. you can get re really good results yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's really what it's all about. And, yeah. and again, the, the living in people's homes or going into their office really came from, um, again, people coming to me and me doing, you know, different therapy or training and things yeah. with them. And, and, you know, and they just weren't achieving their goals still. And I kept saying, well, what are you doing? Like, what do you do? Oh, well, I do everything that you tell me to do. I'm eating right, and I'm getting enough sleep and getting this and getting that. And I, in the back of my mind, I'm always going, you liar, you're yeah. not, <laughs> you know, you get in there, yeah. and as yeah. soon as I started going to people's homes and seeing their routine, what they're doing, it just, you know, a little light bulb went on and it just all started making fence. And, uh, and even when you point out, Hey, you're not doing this right. They're going, well, really? You know, you're still open up their cupboards and you see all the, the stuff that they've got in there. And they go, well, I'm eating really healthy. And you go, well, what's this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, as soon as I started going to people's homes, it just totally changed my world and 
for, for my clients. Through this transition, I mean, we list the clients. I'm sure anyone who's in sort of this area of work would like to have a client list like this. We talked about sort of almost like you, you, you took advantage of um, you're aware and you're awake to opportunities as they came along. Hollywood people are very guarded about who, who they work with. And obviously there's a lot of recommendations come in there. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about how you got that first break? I had my company, the Stress Relief Specialists. Yep. And uh, I was working with people who had chronic ailment and disease uh, and a lot of workplace and car accidents as well. Yeah. So, uh, and they were coming in and, and um, usually they'd come in because of the, a doctor recommendation or their insurance was paying for the service. What I found was these people were living lives that they didn't really enjoy. So actually, one of the best things that ever happened to them is they got into a car accident or they got into a workplace accident. <laughs> um, so now they didn't have to go to work anymore. They were able to stay at home. And, uh, and um, you know, so they kept asking me to write, you know, could you just write me a letter or a recommendation to my job and say that, you know, I'm still too injured or too sick to go back <laughs> yeah. to work. I thought, man, this just sucks. I, I loved, I loved my work, and I loved working with people, but I hated working with people in that situation. I, and I didn't want to do the same problem, so I actually sold my clinic and got out of it altogether. And I moved into Vancouver, into the bigger city. Uh, how can I carry on doing what I love, uh, but do it with people who actually enjoy life and, and like doing what they're doing? Yeah. So I was just walking down the street one day while I was thinking about this, and uh, I walked past a hair salon, and it was packed solid. And I, and I looked at them, they're all happy and giggly and, you know, and everything. And I thought, man, that's, you know, people are pretty happy in there. And I started thinking, where else do people congregate where they're happy? Wow, and it's a great you know, way to create your business. And so, yeah. So, yeah. So I started looking into all these different places where people hang out in there and they're usually happy. So it was hair salons and hotels and airports and different places like yeah. that. And um, I started going around with my little portable massage chair. Um, and I actually started uh, servicing a lot of the different hotels in town. And, and I just found that I just loved that because uh, people were coming in. They were always in a good mood when they checked into the hotel because they were usually there on holidays. Yeah, I started getting to know the concierge at the different hotels and they were recommending me. Uh, and uh, that's how I met Ashley Judd. You know, I got a phone call at about uh, one o'clock in the morning one night. and She had just finished filming on a movie set and um, her regular therapist wasn't available. So I got a phone call and asked if I was able to go. So I was always looking at how can I say yes to everything that people are saying. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I kind of became the health concierge because I started sourcing out other specialists. Uh, and I love teaming up with other people. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I, the last thing I am is a specialist in everything. You know, I yeah. do what I do and I try to do it the best that I possibly can. But there's myriads of things that I can't do. So I look for other people like myself who are really, really good at what they do. And I team up with them all over the world. Uh, and that way, when my clients or even a stranger phones me up and says, can you do something? My, my answer is always yes. Basically, that's how I uh, ended up working with the concierge. Uh, and when I got a phone call at one o'clock in the morning and asked if I could come and do a, a therapy session, I had no idea who it was for. It could have just been ah, blimey. A lot of people would have said no, wouldn't they? That's yeah, of I said, of course I can. Yep. And I jumped out of bed and grabbed my table, my, my portable massage table, and I went down there. And uh, lo and behold, there it was, Ashley Judd. So um, we, we got along really well. She's just the coolest person, and I really, really enjoyed our time together. And she ended up inviting me down onto the movie set, and uh, yeah, everything just kind of went from there. Absolutely brilliant. I'm going to jump into a quote from, uh, get someone else to blow your trumpets. This is from Pierce Brosnan as well. Reg, there are many claiming to be healers. There are many wanting to be healers. You are one of the true healers. Here's to life and the hands that heal. I mean, that 
that is a, a powerful uh, <laughs> testimonial and to have that on your website. I mean, um, can you tell us about working a little bit of working with James Bond? Cause I'm, I'm in that area wasn't in that era. Sorry. When he was James Bond as well. Yeah. Yeah. He has got to be one of the coolest people I've worked with. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Pierce Brosnan. Um, you know, and all that I learned from working with him as well. He's, he's a very, very intelligent man. Um, you know, very even keel, very balanced um, is probably the word that I think of when it comes to mind. You know, he, uh, you know, he's got a great family life. He's yeah. got a great business life. He's, you know, looks after himself. He's, you know, he's, he's just an all around, very cool and nice guy. Um, and then I'm just, I'm just going to touch into it because they're sticking out. Cause I think they've both got their, probably their torsos on show on your page as well. Um, Hugh Jackman, who's, I mean, when I originated this, this show and I put literally put down a dream list of people to interview true alphas, Hugh Jackman was on there. Um, you've got Gerald Butler up here as well. It is, um, 300 days. Can, you, can we talk about, um, Hugh Jackman? Cause I mean, he's someone who comes across whenever I've seen him interviewed sort of on TV, he always seems, he never seems to have a bad, uh, interview or a bad day. He seems like he's got obviously his, like we just talked about work life in check, his body's in check. Um, he seems to have a really good outlook on life. Um, how did you find working with him? Awesome. Yeah, he was really, really a cool guy. Again, again, very balanced, very real. He didn't have an air of arrogance about him at all. Yeah. How, um, I mean, how long did you get to work with him for? Was that on a movie set or was that in his own place? Actually, yeah, I did a number of different shows with him. I did a couple of different X-Men movies with him and a couple of smaller movies as well. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. I was very lucky. When it comes to working with these sort of people, obviously very varied um, backgrounds and sort of from all over the world, what similarities do you have you come across between, say, like an, an NBA sports star and then like an, an Ashley Judd or a Halle Berry? Yeah, and that's why I love working with them yeah. because they, they don't settle for uh, second best. You know, they know that they need to uh, take time to, um, you know, to put in the work. You know, they, yeah. they, don't, they don't just, they don't accept the failure, which I guess is what a lot of people do. And um, what I find from working with the people that I've worked with, and it doesn't matter if it's the royal family that have actually been born into their life of privilege or if it's somebody that has uh, like a, an NBA star somebody yeah. who's worked their way up and really proven what they uh, what they're able to do they don't settle you know they don't settle basically is the bottom line they just keep putting in the time and the effort they don't take no for an answer and uh, and they strive for what they really want to do Brilliant. So, yeah, so that's great. I'm assuming there's, there isn't really an average day for you. What do you get up to on a, a daily, weekly basis to do with your business? Uh, well, the great thing is I've got clients all over the world. So, um, you know, time is not really like the time on the clock is not really relevant for me because, yeah. uh, you know, I could be working at three in the morning or I could be working at two in the afternoon. You know, dealing with many different aspects of a person's life really keeps me active um, because yeah. it never gets boring. It's not like I'm only giving massage or I'm only in the gym working out with somebody or I'm, you know, only um, mentoring and coaching somebody. It's, it's a combination of everything. Um, and it doesn't matter if I'm on the court with a basketball player kind of looking at his techniques and how his body is moving or if I've got him on the table. Um, yeah. One thing reverts back to the other and, you know, and, and everything is connected. And that's the key thing that I'm always telling people. You can't just focus on one area of your life or, you know, just one thing. It's not just about eating right or just about getting a massage once in a while or just about being clear with your goals. It's, it's a combination of everything you do, the way you live, the way you act, the way you think. 
everything affects your success and your health. Brilliant. I mean, you mentioned, you touched on it there. I wonder if you could give us your six steps to ultimate health. We, we talked about obviously making sure you're covering all the areas. When I'm working with a client, um, there are 10 key areas that I work on. Um, area number one for me, no matter what somebody comes to me with, whether they want to uh, you know, maintain a high level of mental and physical performance or whether they want to lose weight or whether they've got ailments or uh, disease, I always look at the first thing is uh, environment. Uh, environment can make you sick, can make you fat, can make you stressed out. It determines whether you're successful or not, whether you're happy in your relationships or not. Um, our environment just is the key to everything. So that's the first thing that I look at. Key number two would be um, fueling your body, so nutrition. You know, what are you eating? And it's not just having a diet. It's, uh, you know, because I look at so many people and they're, you know, they buy the, the latest diet book that's going around. And they, you know, hear on the, on the radio that here's the latest diet. So everybody jumps onto that. I always say to my clients, well, why would you do the same thing that everybody else is doing? You know, um, guys are, are, uh, are funny like this uh, when it comes to putting on muscle. You know, they look at, they read some fitness magazine and they see this guy that's 300 pounds of solid muscle. They go, yeah. well, he's eating 12 chicken breasts a day, so <laughs> I'm going to do that too. You know, and the guy's like 98 pounds of, of wet muscle, you know. And I, <laughs> why, why would you think that you could eat the same as somebody else is eating? People come from every different walk of life. And I always find out what, how really are you living your life? You know, are you an office worker? Are you a delivery person? Are you, you know, are you a stay at home mom that's, you know, lifting up your kids and running around picking up stuff all day? You know, everybody has to eat differently depending on what their daily routines are, what their body style is, what their, their lifestyle and all these different elements really make a big difference in, in the, how you fuel your body. Um, do you really want me to go through all 10? I know I'm a little long-winded. I, I get so excited with all these different no, things. I just can't shut I would, up. Sometimes. I would love, I mean, you can go for the six if you want. Oh, you, you, you can try and skim over. But like I say, if people want to find out more, we're going to give them the links and the, uh, how to contact you. But I'd, okay. love to, I'd love to get an overview of it, definitely. Okay, let's just do an overview. Okay, so you've, you've gotten into the, the nitty-gritty with the uh, nutrition and yep. the uh, environment. So uh, after nutrition is detoxification. So cleansing mm -hmm. your body is key. So uh, detoxification in the right system, in the right way for each individual. Again, it has to be very uh, personalized. Yeah. Um, fitness is another key. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, exercise is different things for different people. I would say 80% of my clients don't want to go into the gym. So why would I take somebody and train them in doing something that they don't like doing uh, and are not going to maintain after I leave them? So uh, again, it's finding what type of exercise people love to do and, um, or what the, if you don't even want to do exercise, what activities do you love to do that will yeah. just keep your body moving? Lifestyle is a very important key. And I think we touched on that a little bit, you know, your jobs, your relationships, you have to really be true to yourself. And you and I really kind of jumped into that one deep the last time we spoke. <laughs> uh, if you're not true to yourself, everything else is going to fail as well. Yeah. Um, home and office. Um, you know, again, how are you living? How does your home look, feel, smell? Um, do you feel good when you go home or do you sit in your car for 20 minutes trying to relax before you go into the house? Maintenance and support are a couple more keys. Uh, again, we all need maintenance and support uh, because we can't just do something for a minute and then leave it. Yeah. Um, you know, we, you know, we have to keep doing it. And it's just like every day we wake up and we have something to eat. We don't say, well, I ate last week, so I don't need to eat again tomorrow. Yeah. 
um, you know, and everything we do is like that. Like you mentioned earlier about all these people you've worked with as well, they don't settle and it's like the pursuit of the alpha in this, this podcast and all the people I interview as well. It is a daily process. You can't just think, oh, I've, I'm successful. Or I've done this. I've achieved this, whether it's in their fitness, their finances, their body, their nutrition. You know, it's got to be a way of life and they've got to continue Absolutely. it daily. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's exactly key because if you don't, I mean, people, you just think about, take a corporate office worker for an example, you know, somebody who kind of starts on the ground floor and after 25 years, they've worked their way up and all of a sudden they're the, you know, the manager of the office or the CEO of the company. They think, okay, I've, I've achieved it. Now I can sit back and relax. Well, <laughs> it's completely the opposite. As yeah. soon as they get that title, or as soon as they get that role, or as soon as they become a professional sports athlete or whatever, now the real work starts because you've worked really hard to achieve that. But the reality is it's even harder to maintain it because there's 5 million people right behind you trying to get your position. <laughs> so, and I think uh, I used the example of David Hay the last time as far as boxing. Yeah. Um, because I, I think the last time we did the interview, I was working with him. And uh, he had just, um, you know, David Hay is a great example because he, he worked really hard, uh, but he used to, you know, spend 8, 10, 12 hours a day in the gym, training, training, training with having the right therapists and the right trainers and the right support on his side. Um, but he was just a regular average person. Nobody knew him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, he'd go home, go to bed, get up the next day and do it again. But all of a sudden he got into the right fight. And he was in the right ring at the right time with the right guy. And he knocked the guy down and who, you know, he became world champion, you know, wow. You know, that's his goal. He achieved what he really wanted to achieve, but instantly his life changed. Yeah. You know, no longer could he spend eight or 10 hours a day in the gym. Now, you know, he had sponsors and he had TV interviews and radio interviews and movies that he was doing and all these different things. Um, so how could he maintain that superior high level of mental and physical performance by doing half the amount of work that he was doing before? Mm, yeah. And that's why, you know, one hit wonders are very popular because people <laughs> work very, very hard to achieve something. And then they get to this point of stardom or success and they can't handle it. You know, they can't maintain that. So they disappear. That's no, that's very interesting. Again, it's not, it's not a sort of a viewpoint we talk about, but no, it's, seen it from the inside as well. It makes a lot of sense. Hmm. How many steps <laughs> you there? did we cover them? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how many we covered. Uh, <laughs> support, mentor, mentoring and coaching. Assessment. Assessment is a key. People think when I say assessment, they think, oh, that's the, the thing you do at the beginning and you only do it once. Yeah. I'm constantly assessing my clients, constantly, mm -hmm. uh, because, um, you know, they're always changing. Their needs always change different uh, events come up areas of their life change so they need different structures coming in different times you mentioned mentoring and coaching there as well what's your viewpoint on obviously that's to bring all of these elements together and um, what, what are your thoughts on mentoring and coaching i think it's the, the key element and if you look at the most successful people on the planet uh, they all have mentors and coaches um, and again that's the difference uh, between um, average people and highly successful people mm. average people think Oh, when I become wealthy or when I become successful, then I'm going to hire a therapist every day and then I'm going to hire a mentor and a coach and then, then I'll do all these things. But successful people know that they will not become successful and they won't achieve success unless they're working with somebody to take them there. Yeah. They can't do it all on their own. So that's the huge difference between highly successful people and people who just never achieve their mark. Many people don't want to admit that they need help. They just think, oh, I'm going to do it all on my own. 
I think some people would assume someone like David Hay or some professional sports stars, they'd probably assume they might be arrogant and not come to someone like yourself to, you know, to find out about health and fitness and maintaining a healthy lifestyle because they might think that they know it all. And if, if someone like that can come and obviously approach for a mentor or a coach and ask for help, I think, you know, everyone can really. Absolutely. Well, yeah. the reality is in any area of your life, you know, there's something that you really want, whether it's a better relationship or a better body or just to feel better about yourself. Having a mentor and a coach is, makes all the difference yeah. in the world because they will not only guide and direct you on how to do that properly by saving you a lot of time, effort, and money, but they will also hold you accountable. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's the key thing as well, isn't it? Yeah, because you and I both know, no matter how well we want to... Uh, do what it is that we do you know we can't hold ourselves accountable all the time you know as human beings you wake up in the morning and oh you know you're too tired or you don't want to do it or you oh well i'll just skip today you know and a proper mentor and coach will be right there on your back we all need that support and help brilliant okay um we made it to the yin yang round so this is where i'm just going to give you some 50 50 options there's not too much method to the madness so we just we'll see where it goes ready for it i'm we'll ready We'll start you off easy. We have been there before, so hopefully you've forgotten about some of this. <laughs> Night or day? Day. Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Schwarzenegger. You haven't worked with them, have you? I have worked with them both. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's why the seed that's coming from a man who's worked with them both, and he said Schwarzenegger. It's the right answer. <laughs> dinner out or dinner in? Oh, that's a tough one. Food, uh, food is my weakness and uh, one of my favorite <laughs> things about traveling is being able to eat foods all over the world um, but I would say in because uh, I prefer 80% of the time to know exactly what I'm eating and what's in it and yeah. the 20% of the time I'm just out having fun and trying different things but generally <laughs> in I'm gonna move straight on to the complete blank around where you just got to complete the blanks finish my sentence and again we'll find out a little bit more about you all right your best friend would describe you as Hyper. That's a good thing. <laughs> Your favorite movie of all time is? The Game with Michael Douglas and Sean Penn. Oh, that is a brilliant one. I like that a lot. That's Second only to Sliding Doors. And I know that's kind of a girly kind of a movie, but uh, I love the concept. Yeah, I was going to say, both their movies really link into, you know, sort of life choices and uh, making changes and how little things can uh, really change your life. That's, yeah. I like that. That's cool. Okay, this is going to be a tricky one. I'm not going to say your favorite client of all time because I don't want you to put you on the spot like that. The most enjoyable client situation. So it could have been you went to a movie set. It could have been you was at their house for a certain amount of times. So it's not necessarily the person. It could be the, the whole situation, how it lined up. Because when you first yeah. asked that question, my favorite client, the first name that came to my mind is Karen Locke. And, uh, oh, I remember this from last time, so I will put you on the yeah, spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and because people always go, oh, what, really? You know, and they think, well, who the heck is Karen Locke? I haven't heard of her. <laughs> yeah, and exactly, because the life change that I got with her, um, when I first met her, she was in her late 80s. She had been living in a wheelchair for the last 11 years. Wow. Wasn't able to really do anything on her own. Her family and support kind of totally took care of her. And uh, within two years, we had her uh, walking on her own and uh, going on a worldwide tour. Whoa. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, um, she's the most memorable. I, I thoroughly loved working with her. 
Um, so really, when I think of most um, interesting clients, I don't think, oh, you know, Halle Berry or yeah. Jackman or anybody, even though they were very, very cool to work with. And I had a lot yeah. of fun and did a lot of neat things, um, especially the X-Men movies. I mean, that was great. I, you know, with some of the scenes, I'm not sure if you've seen all the X-Men, but one of the scenes that was really cool was when we were in the mountains at the uh, when the um, uh, the dam was about to break. And yeah. They had the, that great big helicopter there. And uh, Brian Cox was strapped onto the uh, the outside of the uh, the brick the concrete wall. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I totally remember being there because we were freezing to death. It was bloody cold up there, and we were layered up with all this Arctic wear that they had bought. Um, and we got to. Uh, I remember Brian Singer, who's the director. Um, yeah, a number of the different actors. My mm-hmm. my mind's gone completely blank because I'm. I've got a photo here of you but, with uh, Hugh Jackman and the yeah. guy, he's another British actor, the one who played who's the blue guy yeah, again. That's, I, the, that's the name I was trying to think of. It just slipped me. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, but anyways, uh, <laughs> five or six of of us all climbed into that great big helicopter, and and they showed us how fast you could do a liftoff. Wow. We actually did that three times, and that was uh, that was pretty cool. But working with all those guys, actually, that picture that you're looking at—that's mm. that's around the same day that that all happened. And I remember that being on the scene and just standing up, uh, kind of on that hill, yeah. um, with uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, and the blue guy. And I, I'm yeah. terrible. I can't remember his name. Uh, um, I'm not it sure if you can. Is it someone like Alan Cumming or something? Alan Cumming. That's. His name. I don't know where, where that's come from, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's I, I remember weird things like that. Yeah. Uh, but standing there chatting with him when that picture was taken, and if you can see right in behind him was standing, um, you know, a number of the other cast of, yeah. of, uh, of X-Men. And I just thought, man, this is just so surreal. You know, here yeah. I am with all yeah. these actors and it's, uh, on this cool set. And I really enjoyed it. Well, I might miss this first time around, but this is our Yoda question. Who helped awaken your alpha? Who helped really develop you? We talked about mentors and coaches, or it could just be someone who's inspirational. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the first person that comes to my mind is my mother, obviously. She has just, um, I'm not sure if, um, well, probably most people out there haven't heard my story, but uh, my father dying when I was 15 and after, you know, a number of years of fighting with brain cancer and my mother was, you know, pretty much my best friend and my my mentor and coach throughout, uh, you know, my whole life. And and she really taught me to, uh, you know, not settle, you know, and, and to always, no matter what people are doing or saying, you know, to just keep striving for what feels right to you. A lot of the the books that you read, the self-help books and different things that are out there, they always talk about, um, you know, doing what naturally comes to you. And and that's one of the things that I I really kind of grasped onto. And and I like to teach my clients, you know, um, George Carlin, he's a comedian from the States. Uh, He passed away now, but was very famous in the 60s and 70s. And he always said, school is a great place to send people to uh, pound out all sorts of individuality and freedom of thought. And I always thought that that's kind of a great way to look at it because we actually are all born as individuals. We were born to stand out, but society and cultures and religion and all these different things try to form us all to be exactly the same. And, you know, we're always upset if we don't fit in. And uh, I always ask the question, why would you want to fit in when you were born to stand out? Figure out how to be the best at who you are and what you do and what naturally comes to you. And then that's when you're going to be the best at whatever it is, because nobody can do what you do and nobody can do it as well as you do it. 
Love it. Absolutely brilliant. In, in the alpha round, I, was, I asked for like one of your favorite quotes. I mean, most of what you've said there could be taken as a quote. But is, <laughs> is there a quote that, you know, you really like to live your life by and really resonates with you? Is there anything that's... Yeah, well, the, the tattoo that I've got on my arm, uh, it says, live the life you love, love the life you live. And really, that's it. You know, if um, one of my favorite quotes is, uh, it's either a hell yes or it's a hell no. Um, so... If, if you're looking at something and you've got a decision to make, whether you're getting married or whether you're getting a new job or whether you're you know, about to move to a different house, when you're making that choice, really take a moment, you know, take a step back, take a deep breath. Is this a hell yes? I absolutely want to do this. Because if it's not a hell yes, don't do it. Yeah. You know? And that's probably one of my favorite quotes. No, that's really important. I think a lot of people find themselves, including me, in situations where you're not a massive fan of when you kind of made the decision more like, yeah, go on then. Well, you know what I mean? It, it, like you said, if, unless you really go for something, unless it's a hell yes, um, yeah, it should be a hell no, pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, and this is going to be a really interesting one. Who would you recommend that I interview, if not next or very soon on Awaken Your Alpha? And uh, we could go for sort of, an off-the-radar type person that might be from your network and then obviously maybe one of the more high-profile people you've worked with or just someone you think is a, a good alpha and might be up to doing this. Adam, I cannot believe that you don't remember this I question. Remember, no, I remember. I remember. Do you remember how we ended your show the last Piers time? Bros Piers Brosnan, but... No, it wasn't! You said I had to hunt him down. It was Piers Brosnan. No. Who were you going to hunt down? Jackman. It was Jackman. That's what it is. You, Jackman, and you said he would never come on your show. <laughs> and I challenged you. God, Hugh Jackman's never going to come on now. Now I've just forgot him. <clears throat> I didn't forget you, Mr. Hugh Jackman, sir. I'm sure it was. I remember you said Piers Brosnan as well. He was one of your favorite people you worked with. Oh, yeah. P yeah, Piers is definitely one of the favorite people that I worked with. But you said that you wanted Hugh Jackman, and I challenged I you to hunt him down. And see, there, you've just reinforced our need for a mentor and a coach. All I, all I associate with your uh, last interview was the fact that I, uh, the recording didn't come out. <laughs> and I had to. We talk about as well, um, you know, people put off things that are not, um, that we got to do the work and people put off things that are not pleasant but need to be done. And so I was... Yeah. I knew I had to contact you and say, uh, by the way, you know that brilliant interview we did where, <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, and see, and that, that reinforces two things. One, write stuff down. Yes. You know, doesn't matter how small, how big, write it down and make sure you do the things that you want to do. Make sure you achieve the things you want to achieve. Because if you just keep waiting for the time to be right, it yeah. will never be right. This is a whole case study with the, the lost interview and uh, Hugh Jackman, geez. <laughs> Blimey. As that was the obvious answer because I really do want to interview him. And I've just said he was on the dream list a minute ago. <laughs> okay, so I'm re-challenging you again, Adam. Okay, I'm taking uh, it. Hear him on your show. <laughs> okay, and in part... So let, let's, let's set a timeline. When right. are you going to be interviewing him by? Hugh Jackman, what's the time now? I like that quote about there's no unrealistic dreams, just unrealistic timelines. So four months. Okay. I was going to say six, but I'll go with your five. <laughs> <laughs> You're the I'm gonna go. Let's split the difference. Five months. So what's the... All right, you've got five months. I want to hear him on your show within five Can you months. Hear this pen? Can you hear this pen? Writing this down. <laughs> Again, right, five months. 
obviously if I've taken on that, I've got to do all and everything in my uh, in my power. So anyone that I know who knows Hugh Jackman, which is only you, I think, <laughs> you've got to give me some help and get into him. Right. <laughs> all right. So when are you going to start working on achieving that goal? In um, four and a half months? No, right now. Exactly. Okay, so this is my, my question to you. <laughs> in the pursuit of someone like Hugh Jackman or Hugh Jackman, how do you think would be the best way? What is the angle I can go? You know him. How, how am I going to approach this? Is just saying it's the Awaken Your Alpha show going to be enough? I don't think so. What? Why not? Doing this show about uh, helping people to awaken their, <laughs> their alpha and you are belittling yourself. I, so you're already thinking you're not good enough to talk with him. You've, got, you've just called it again. That's an English trait. I've got to stop that. I've got to slap that out of myself. Okay. You have to. You, you've called it. But also on this, Reg, I'm just going to say, though, I'm sure he does get a lot of people contacting him. I just want to, I believe I'm him. sure he does, but not one of those people is you. That's a great show. The unique edge is, besides being your unique self, is you do this fantastic show. Okay. So now you've got two great things. <laughs> This is, this is good. This is some serious accountability because this is our 100th show as well. So this is, uh, is going to get some listens to. Okay. Hugh Jackman. Love it. Right. On it. Okay. Thank you so much for that, Reg. <laughs> what is the best way people can contact you if they want to find out more, hear more, or just work with you in the future? Um, you can, uh, two ways. One, you can go onto my website, which is reglenny.com. Yep. Two, I have just sent you a copy of my newest little booklet that I wrote over the last couple of days. Um, and uh, I'm happy to just give that away to anybody who wants it. Lovely. So that would be one of the free resources for the show. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. And then finally, what does the future hold for you? I haven't got a clue. Isn't that great? <laughs> I love it. Because it's constantly bigger and better. Yeah. Um, you know, I am uh, working on a big project in Panama. Um, oh, I mentioned big... that last time. You've was. you yeah. been out there since we... Uh, well, since yeah, we... that's right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm working on a big project in um, in Spain right now as well with some really, really cool people. Um, so yeah, there's always all kinds of fun and exciting things Definitely. on the go. We haven't really touched on it as well, but yeah, part of, part of your work, just obviously going and working with these sort of these people is you do, you run retreats. You, you I mean, you've got all sorts of, if, if people want to yeah, just- Yeah, seminars, yeah. workshops, retreats, uh, private training, group trainings. I do a lot of corporate work. Um, I do my public speaking, which I just love. Um, you know, it, uh, whether it be different events or I get hired uh, privately for corporate events and things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's how I that's how I first met you in London. You was doing a it was just a small venue, but you was doing a you were speaking there as well, and that's how I got to got to talking yeah, to you. So. Yeah, that's right. Brilliant. Okay, well, thank you so much for your time again, uh, Reg. It's been an absolute no pleasure. This won't be a regular thing. <laughs> I won't be contacting you again, apart from to tell you I've I've got Hugh Jackman on. You better listen into this show. Um, <laughs> well, you can contact me anytime. Have a okay. Thanks a lot for your time. It's an absolute pleasure. Cool. Thank you. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. The Alpha Automator. My 10-week malperformance mentoring. Build your body. Build your mind. Live limitless. Get 2015 started right. We'll be working on your inner game as well as building the body to match. We start in January and applications just opened up, so now is the time. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, and you have the application form right there. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, live limitless. Finally, thank you one more time for listening to this extended edition, special edition, 100th episode. If you need anything, take some action or just get in touch with me. There's no harm in asking. Coaching, consulting, speaking, 
joint ventures, sponsor an episode, let's push on to the next 100, and who knows what is going to come up next for all of us.